Hi, before the show starts tonight, I'd just um, like to um, thank everybody for um, the donations and um, the fact that the, um, the Frequency 49 shows continue to go ahead. However, um, as part of this, um, we, ha we are needing um, some more editors um, in order to help um, get the um, pod podcast out. Um, unfortunately, we, we really are quite sure, and this is a real, real plea. So, um, folks, if you if you have time and if you have um, the situation, if you have time and you're able to do it, um, could you please let myself or Stephen Box know on the uh, Niner Empire GB? Could just message us on Facebook. Um, you do not need to have any sound engineering background. Um, it is a very, very simple, simple process. It is basically. Um, just cutting and editing and, and doing certain things but uh, full instructions can be given um, so please please do let us know we we are desperate and we really want things to continue but um, as I say it does take a bit of time but it, it's it's a real worthwhile um, podcast and it, 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 it you know supports the Niner Empire GB um, yeah go Niners the Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Kat Victorino and joining me today are Michael Wandy and Nathaniel James. Hey guys. Hello. Hey everyone. So um, last week we were kind of a bit of doom and gloom about the game this past weekend, and um, guess what? <laughs> Can I say it? Can I say a naughty word? Just one little one. Oh wow! That's I, I want to channel Merton Hanks. I really do. Same old sorry ass lambs. <laughs> <laughs> The Niners beat the Rams 24-16. Jimmy Garoppolo came back on the field and looked very much like his former self. He went 23 of 33, 268 yards, three touchdowns, a 124.3 passer rating. There is my Jimmy G. <laughs> Jared Goff went 19 for 38 with 198 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and a 72% passer rating. You guys, did it feel more like this is what we've been expecting out of our team? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I think certainly, you know, come away and think, yeah, that was that was a really good performance. That's exactly what, what we needed, really. Um, we were going up a very against a very tough, tough Rams team um, that have been playing, you know, very well. Um, even better than, you know, kind of the... Um, even better than Arizona, but it's it's really it's it's great. It's a good confidence, you know, boost for for the you know for the guys. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the game. Um, <laughs> fortunately, I didn't stay up to the early hours of the morning, but watching it on replay, I was shocked. Um, I stayed off social media, and um, yeah, I was um, screaming because I couldn't believe it um, <laughs> after the game. So it was. Totally, to be honest, totally unexpected. Um, and we are—I mean, we, I know we're going to talk about the intricacies in a little while about you know what what actually kind of happened in the game. But yeah, totally unexpected, and just it was—it was a really, really strong, strong performance. 
And Michael, we had been complaining about the O-line, but that O-line this weekend looked pretty darn strong. What have you got to say about that? Yeah, after six weeks, they finally decided to show up and, <laughs> and do their job. That's, uh, you see that in Jimmy's numbers, give the quarterback time and your quarterback performs. And uh, Aaron Donald didn't have a sack this day. Uh, he was manhandled by Brunskill. But please, can anyone give uh, a schnitzel to Mike McGlinchey? I don't know why he thought it would be a good idea to lose some weight in the offseason. Uh, <laughs> he got, in, in, in almost every game except for this one, he got manhandled because of the weight loss. Maybe we should um, ship him off to Germany and get him to drink some more beer, because I thought that the offensive <laughs> line, I, I thought they were renowned for, you know, making sure that they, you know, have enough weight on them. And, you know, maybe they do need to have, you know, I, I don't know, maybe they just need to put, maybe he does need to be putting on a bit of, of weight and, you know, being a beast. And But, yeah, I, I think it was all, all round a good performance from our offensive line. Um, Williams, there wasn't anybody, you know, that Garoppolo didn't have a sack all night. So it was just it was it was amazing to see you give him time and you know have a plan around what what how you're going to you know beat a team like that offensively. Um, running running the running game was working. It was really really impressive to see. And yeah, I just I, I, it was it was good. Um, obviously, with Mostart went you know to played absolutely amazing. It was it was good to see. Um, I just hope that obviously the momentum and and, and that and that continues for the other players on the on the team. Um, hopefully, you know. I thought Hasty, you know, he had. Um, I'm sure. He, I think it was in the fourth quarter. He had ten, ten yards, um, and he was playing. You know, he he, he was playing quite well. Um, obviously, he didn't have any. You know, he didn't have any sort of touchdowns. But he's a he's a young young guy. I like I like the way he plays. I think. From a momentum perspective, I think he could be. I mean, he's he's not going to be up to the standard of you know Mostar in terms of what what he can produce, but he's certainly one of these guys that I think that, that that's looking you know promising, and he, he he's quite a he, he's quite a penetrable guy on on that kind of offensively and going through the middle. So I'm I'm really looking forward to watching him him play. I, I mean, like everybody, I just. Was wanting to find out a bit more about you know I'd not really you see him in in college and you don't have that preseason the benefit of that preseason which we've you know spoken about on several occasions but it it's it really is positive to to see to see this guy and hopefully he'll he'll, he'll continue to develop I think he's going to be obviously one of the key guys in the next game. Yeah, Mostert went 17 for 65 yards, a 3.8 average rush, and a long of 15. Hasty went 9 for 37 with a 4.1 yard average and a long of 10. So losing Mostert to IR this week, it's going to be a big uh, uh, change for us. But I think Hasty can fit the bill with these numbers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And no, then with, sorry, with Jet, who, you know, six for 18 yards, three-yard average, along a five. I mean, Jet, I just kind of felt like wasn't really getting the, the holes open to for him. But between Jet and Hasty, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, Jet did his jobs in the last few games. But Mostert is the one who uh, makes uh, the incredible runs uh, for our team. And uh, 
he also won um, uh, GMFB's Angry Run this week, and uh, it shows how versatile he is. He can run around uh, a defender, but he can run through a defender as well. And uh, I don't see that in McKinnon and Hasey yet. Uh, they are more suitable when they can uh, run around a defender. We're also without Tevin Coleman, which obviously that's going to have an impact as well, because you, you know these are two of the key guys that that we need in our kind of run, running course. So we'll, we'll just yeah, it'll be an interesting game on 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 Sunday, um, but I'm sure we'll get to that in a little while. <laughs> People will need to step it up then. Uh, receiving wise, our boy Kittle seven for 109 yards, a 15.6 yard average, and a long of 44 with one touchdown. Uh, Brandon Ayuk only caught two passes, but he 12 yards, six yard average, one touchdown. I'll take it. But keep putting those touchdowns on the board. That's what I want to see, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we just need to continue doing that. You know, we don't want threes. We need sevens, don't we? At the end of the game, at the end of the day. So yeah, definitely. We just need people to kind of continue that momentum and scoring those touchdowns in those sort of situations. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the defense. Yeah. How do we feel the secondary performed? Uh, Verrett was lights out. Verrett hasn't allowed a, re a reception of over nine yards all season and leads the league with a passer rating of just 7.8. Yeah, but, but also I think uh, Emmanuel Mosley... Uh, uh, except for that uh, two poor decisions in the fourth quarter um, the, he gets better every time and I think uh, if Sherman comes back and uh, mostly can uh, learn more from Sherman I think we do and the red stays fit I think we do have uh, two really good uh, cornerbacks then yeah I think it'll be interesting when we when we do get sort of um, Sherman back. I don't think we're going to get him back, unfortunately. I think it, we're going to be another week. I, I understand weeks, that. I yeah, it's going to be a while, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, I, I think hopefully we, we still need, um, obviously um, Verrett is, he played lights out and he, he, he was amazing. Um, he, Emmanuel Mosley, he was he was unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I, I just hope, you know, we just need to kind of continue it with, with that. Um, but secondary wise, yeah, it was it was a all round good 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 performance. Um, Tart played well as well, so it, it just it it was a totally different in, in comparison to what you were looking at from the situation where we 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 got absolutely annihilated by Miami to the situation of having that secondary stable and having those key guys back. It's a completely different outcome and a different team, really. So. Yeah, hopefully we just need to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always difficult, isn't it? Because we've had that situation where we've, you know, we've had we've we've had such a good run last year of what what happened and and so many good games. Um, but it's you know in in terms of what what we saw on 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 um, Sunday, it, it just it was the whole it was the whole all three phases really. It was mm -hmm. you know our our our, our defensive line did you know a good job and you know secondary was amazing everywhere it was just it was it was a really good team performance so yeah the defense yeah. got the yeah. pressure on but we didn't get a sack that's the yeah, only mm, piece that i don't like on the other hand the rams didn't sack jimmy either so maybe that was you know kind of fair play yeah. there 
Yeah, but we're talking about defensive line and uh, secondary. Um, I think what's the most stable in uh, all six games by now is our linebacker corp. And I feel much more secure with Al-Shahir than with Korn Alexander. I know Korn Alexander has uh, more talent than Al-Shahir has, but uh, his energy sometimes brings him in trouble. He misses tackles. He shouldn't miss because he's too keen on uh, tackling someone. And Al-Shahir, with his uh, cruel demeanor, um, I think that fits better with uh, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. And Greenlaw did have eight tackles in the game, all solo tackles. Yeah. Our defense yeah. is pretty solid, I think. I think they're coming along quite nicely. And, and led by Fred Warner. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Michael. What we, yeah. As I said, and uh, hopefully we get the Ford back soon. Um, that would be nice. Know we lost uh, both of the season, but the Ford and um, maybe Ronald Blair coming back. Also, I heard he has uh, complications on his knees. Yeah, I but... I hadn't read that. But if if those two coming back, I feel much more secure uh, with the defensive ends. So it was a solid performance all the way around. I'm feeling much better, I think, about uh, the way the team is going, but I think I think this this week will will definitely tell the story of what we're going to see for the rest of the season. We're we're going up against you know New New England lost lost the game last last week didn't they? So it, again they're going to be hungry for for this game I'd imagine. Um, I think I, I think somebody had noted on the Nine Empire GB and I don't know who it was but whoever it was g- good shout out um, with with um, Belichick and him not allowing. He's never had more than three defeats um, in 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 one you know sort of situation. So in a row, um, kind of yeah, thing. in a row. So okay. it, <laughs> it could be could be quite interesting to see. I think obviously he, he's you know he is he's quite a good, he's quite a good coach, isn't he? In terms of what he's done, so <laughs> it'll be interesting. But we'll, we'll we'll see. Really, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> So moving on to the group questions, Nathaniel, did you want to ask the question you had posed? Okay, so the question that I posed was much, much better. Are people still concerned with Jimmy? I'm and not. from <laughs> what, what do we think? What do we think? I, th- I think there's been a lot of you know kind of controversy and a lot of situations with people thinking, what's wrong? Why why can't Jimmy do this? Why can't Jimmy do that? And I think. Really, you know, get, get, it's been a situation of we've not had that preseason. We've not had, you know, and I still, I, I still have no concerns with regards to Jimmy in terms of how he played. I mean, he he, he had some really, he had some good stats, and um, you know, he he went, you know, sort of three touchdowns and six for twelve for fifty three yards in the second half, zero touchdowns in the second half, but then, you know. First, first Niners quarterback to throw for 200 yards and three touchdowns in the first half, and that's since Jeff Garcia in 2003. That, that's quite, that's quite a massive, you know, feat, really, isn't that? So that's quite mm-hmm. a huge step. So, uh, yeah, that, 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 I, I, my personal opinion, I, I don't have any. And the second question, uh, no, sorry, I've got three questions <laughs> for some reason, but. From a defensive perspective, when our defense is, is fit and we're able, to, are we able to win more? 
So of what course. do you think? I would say yes, because uh, you see it, um, Kat said it, we didn't uh, have a sack. Uh, you mm -hmm. see that our pass rush is uh, is in trouble at the moment. Um, and uh, for example, Eric Armstead is a very good player, but he isn't fast enough to get after the quarterback if the quarterback isn't contained uh, by the defensive ends. And uh, that showed in the last few games... And uh, I think uh, if with, if Bowser and DeFord would be there, we would playing much better uh, because that helps uh, the whole defense in general. Those two making pressure on the quarterback or that uh, frees uh, up the secondary, that uh, helps uh, the interior D linemen, that helps the linebackers. And mm. uh, the defensive ends we have at the moment can't make that pressure, and uh, it's uh, we really need a good secondary at the moment. And thank God we have the red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, yeah you, exactly. you saw, you saw it last week when yeah. uh, they throw Allen under the bus, and I say mm -hmm. Salis throw Allen under the bus. Uh, you you don't put a practice squad uh, cornerback uh, against uh, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then hope he stops him. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that, you know, definitely the piece that we are missing greatly is that edge rusher. You know, we, we got some pressure, but it wasn't the pressure that we were expecting. You know, I really expect to start seeing uh, some cornerback blitzes. You know, get back, get into that backfield and get that quarterback on the grass. Yeah, and I think that's having an impact. And that's certainly, you know, one of these things that we're, we're going to notice. We, we notice the absence of D Ford and, you know, yeah, definitely, Michael, you're right. You know, Eric Armstead isn't really that, that big, um, you know, he's not he's not that quick. And that, that that's the difference, isn't it? And it's just the fact that, you know, this is having an impact. And this is why, in a sense, we, we miss those key players that, have that impact, you know, have that impact and stop those mobile quarterbacks because that's that's the thing, isn't it? When we haven't, when we've got guys that are able to run and penetrate and get through our line, I think, as I say, we, we are going to re renew it, re review it in a bit, aren't we? But mm. it, it's just, you know, yeah, with, I with thought we skip to Cam it Newton, week. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have uh, to say something about your first question uh, about Jimmy and. I think the problem is a lot of 49ers fans still compare Jimmy to some other guy with a number seven. I don't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I read it everywhere. Why isn't Jimmy as mobile as this other guy? Um, there are two completely different types of quarterbacks. Uh, Jimmy exactly. is more a pocket passer, and uh, when the pocket is stable, um, he performs and... Uh, there, he is a bet better passer, and the other guy was uh, the better athlete and made most of his uh, games. Uh, he played very good. You saw him run, and uh, most passes you saw of the other guys were short passes uh, too. And uh, that's you can't compare two different types of quarterback, and you Definitely you can't look look in the past. They they always say we can't look in the past without our five rings. They then why don't uh, they look uh, still back at the other guy who opted out? He he wasn't fired. Who opted out? And uh, compare him with Jimmy. 
And I think, you, you know, you're definitely right. It's, it's two different offences. It's two two different offensive schemes, isn't it? It's like, yeah. you know, like Baltimore play very much how, you know, how Harbaugh played when, how Harbaugh coached when he was with the 49ers. It's, you know, it's, and they've got the, from what I understand, they've got one of the, the same kind of offensive coordinators now. At, um, they got so, they got the ex- uh, exact same coordinator. They have Greg yeah, Roman. Absolutely. So it's, 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 this is the thing. It's it's a totally different offensive. You know, it's a def- totally different offensive scheme. Uh, there there seems to be a trade that the Jets are sending OLB Jordan Willis to the 49ers. Uh, Tom Palisero tweets that. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's breaking news. <laughs> um, CBS News is reporting that D. Ford and Richard Sherman won't be available until right around the bye week. So that's week 11, you guys. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. I'm hoping not. <laughs> no. But week but... 11, that's a ways away. Oh, okay. Um, it, I, I confirmed it. I looked at Tom Palisari's tweet. And off, uh, the 49ers sent a six-round pick to the Jets uh, for Jordan okay. Willis and the seventh-round pick. Alrighty. Okay, fair enough. Let's Obviously, we don't have stats on him since that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Noonan wants to know, when we have Sherm, Eman, and Verrett all healthy, who are our starting corners? Uh, that. That's hard. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think uh, a fit Verrett uh, should start in front of Emmanuel's uh, Mosley uh, when Sherman is fit. But who knows, maybe uh, they, they they keep uh, Sherman on the pitch if uh, Emmanuel Mosley plays it the same way he played against the Rams. Yeah. Does Mosley move inside and cover the slot corner while Williams is out? I don't think uh, that uh, if um, Quan Williams is fit, I don't think that they do that. With Quan Williams still on IR, I think that could be a possibility. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Yeah, but I'm in, I'm in agreement with you, Michael. I think you know Eman and Varek, if they're both healthy still, then just keep you know we we still. Yeah, Sh- Sham. I mean, he's 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 only played, you know, right at the beginning of the season, and he was um, injured. So, it's it, yeah, it might might be it might be that they need to adjust it. Um, but I, I think, yeah, for now, I'd, I'd probably stick with Eman and and, and at the moment. Now watch Sherm come back and have two uh, pick sixes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Neil Jepsen wants to know, with it looking more like Jet, who has a sputtering engine being our main third down back, will Hasty be utilized a lot more? I think we've kind of covered this already, but yeah, I do think I I really like the look of Hasty. Um, I I also like, like, like Jet. I think it'll be you know, he's. I think he's going to be one of these guys that, uh, you know, he has proved that he can play. And he, you know, I think um, when I was looking at one of the post-game interviews, Kyle was really impressed with, you know, how he'd handled that. And you know, this guy's a, he was an undrafted free agent, wasn't he? So, it, you know, really interesting to see what what, what happens. And I think he will be utilised a little bit more. Um, I still feel like you know Jet. It's been a bit d- difficult for him. I don't know whether he's just had you know maybe he's just not been utilised as much. But 
he's maybe it's just the fact that he's not having as many sort of situations and being in in, in that. And I think obviously with Debo Samuel coming back, you know, he's been utilised more um, in some of the running plays as well, uh, especially in the last game. So. But yeah, I think we could see a lot more from Hasty this week. So um, yeah, that's a fantasy prediction, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to see a lot more of both of them. Yeah. I'm hoping that we see a lot more of what we saw from Jet earlier in the year. Well, hopefully we'll have Jeff Wilson back as well, which that you know because be nice. we we haven't had him, and maybe we will have that three he- three headed running back monster approach so we'll, we'll see really <laughs> we love it so much <laughs> simon holdsworth wants to know the whole team played better but shanahan out schemed mcveigh in doing so will have helped jimmy's and the o-line's confidence immensely do we think he can out scheme belichick uh he did for a half in the super bowl with the falcons But that was only a half. We're talking about a whole cotton-picking game. (laughs) Yeah. He's got to out-scheme him the whole game. He he got better in the next Super Bowl. There he (laughs) out-schemed the opponent coach for three quarters. Uh, Three and a half quarters. Three and a half quarters, yeah. I think think if someone could outsmart uh, Belichick, it's uh, Kyle. Yeah, I think he's fully capable of it, especially, you know, it's dependent on who's fit this week. I think if, you know, again, have a really good week of practice, which I, I think was crucial to, to, to the Rams, you know, victory this week. So, yeah, I, I certainly think he's, he's, he's kind of capable of it. Well, and that is the perfect question, Simon, to lead us into the preview of the the game versus the Patriots, where we are actually going to Massachusetts. I looked it up. (laughs) 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 So we're heading to New England, guys. We lead the series all time against the Patriots 8-5. and New England, however, has won the last four of five meetings. Our last meeting with the Patriots was a 30-17 win for the Patriots in Week 11 at 2016 in Santa Clara, when touchdown passes from Colin Kaepernick to Sean Drawn and Vance McDonald were not enough to trouble New England. So what are we seeing, guys? What do we think? This is not Tom Brady's Patriots. No, but is it Cam Newton's Patriots at the moment? I mean... Is it? Good question, isn't it, really? (laughs) But I think, yeah, we'll just have to see, really. I think it's going to be a a tough, tough game again. Um, We need need seven. We need touchdowns. We don't need threes. And and one one interesting um, fact that in watching the the game against the Broncos, you know, last week, um, it was basically a majority of all their points well, all of their points were actually field goals. They weren't actually touchdowns. So, yeah, we, we the could have... The entire game was all field goals, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It 18 wasn't... to 12? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, if you put pressure on, on Cam, you couldn't really do anything, to be honest. So, I think, defensively, we just need to put pressure on Cam early um, and stop him from, you know, getting into the situation where he can, you, you know, come out of that pocket and be become even more mobile so uh, yeah we just need to make sure that we we do it um uh, you know they've got Sonny Michelle he's quite a good good um running back um and white 
as well. So we'll, we'll just have to see what, what happens. Cam has one similarity to Tom Brady. Uh, he really doesn't like to put under pressure. When the defense uh, hits, him all, hits him all the time, he starts uh, showing the diva he is. And uh, that uh, often uh, is counterproductive to the game of his team. And I hope that unlike other mobile quarterbacks, uh, Cam is more the guy who runs through, the, through you than around you. And I think that is something our defense likes. Offensively, the Patriots are 25th in the league, averaging 21.8 points per game and 13th in total average, total yardage, excuse me, with an average of 374 yards per game. They're also second in rushing average with 167.2 yards per game and 25th in passing offense with 207.2 yards per game. The Niners are sitting at 20th with an NFL average of 24.7 points per game and 16th with a total yardage of 368.5 points per uh, yards per game. And the Niners are also 11th in the league in rushing yards, averaging 127.8 yards per game on the ground and 20th through the air with 240.7 yards per game. Uh, so on paper, offensively, they look like they're pretty closely matched. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's trying to, um, you know, start off quickly, isn't it? Starting to, you know, making sure that right away from the offset we give we, we get our running game established. That's that's one thing that that, that happened last week with with, with the Rams mm -hmm. and everything. One thing I noticed, rat, you know, running game straight away, straight into it, playing, you know, playing very much, having fun. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We've not had that situation this year, I don't think, where we've had a real. I mean, all right, maybe the the Giants, you know, the Giants game, but. You know, just it's, it's making sure that you know these guys have fun out there because they've. They, I think that's the thing that's that's made made a difference, isn't it? And you know, they, they they had it last year where you know they enjoyed it, and even you know Jimmy was sort of saying it was good to come back and you know have have some fun really. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I guess the pressure of what what's happened. We, we we you know obviously we went to the Super Bowl last year, and all these injuries. You could call it that simple Super Bowl hangover. All right, we didn't win it, but in a sense, we, we still had, you know, we've, we've had a lot of players that have gone out and it's due to the fact that we, we've had a really, really, uh, you know, really overachieving sort of se season from last mm. year. So, it, yeah, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll have to see. I think, you know, it's just establishing that running game early. Well, the Niners have opened as a two, two and a half point underdog for the game. What are our predictions? Keeping in mind that Patriots have already lost two games in a row, And Belichick, as a head coach, has never lost three in a row. I know we already mentioned that. I wanted to mention it again. So what do you think? I think uh, the 49ers will win that. First of all, um, we played re really good in all games uh, on the eastern coast this year. So... <laughs> Yeah, we I, own I think, New York. <laughs> yeah, we own New York, but uh, Boston, Boston isn't that far off, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not too terribly. No, about two hours away, I think it is. Yeah, it? <laughs> yeah but um, I also think uh, that um, it comes down to our defense. Uh, I, I saw your defensive stats, and they are second uh, in rushing yards, and we are tenth in rushing 
yards defended. So mm-hmm. that's, I think, uh, where the problem lies. If we can stop their run, I think we can stop them because I don't see uh, Cam as a good passer uh, as other quarterbacks we face this season. Well, that's the thing. We're going to have to establish to run the run early and often to open up the, the receiving core. And then we're also defensively going to have to stop the run. That's what I'm seeing based on these stats. Yeah. And plus, I'd like to point out that we were we were three point under. Well, no, I think we, were we more than that last time round. I thought were we three point underdogs last uh, time. Wasn't round? it seven? Well, it could be seven. I, I'll take that. I'll take the two and a half under point under <laughs> underdogs for the game. I'd rather come in as you know the the, the underdog. You know because. The expectation sometimes, you know, that there's less pressure for, for, you know, for the team and everything. So, yeah, definitely. I, I don't see what... There's no reason why we can't come into this game and win it. Um, I, yeah, I hope we do, because quite honestly, I just want to, you know, kind of annoy annoy my friend who's a New England fan that just goes on and it's Gee, I have one of those no idea what that's typical, like you know those typical New England fans that just think that they you know that they're the best team in the NFL do, do you know what I mean it's just like oh. uh-huh. anyway so yeah I, I hope that we do come in we just come in with the same intensity as the last game well I have two fan- friends who are Patriot fans and one of them is now also a Buccaneers fan guess why oh, interesting um, yeah <laughs> So I would love to see the Niners win it even by three. Well, I'd love to see the Niners win it, period. But uh, I think we can get this by three. Yeah. 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 I I just hope I won't miss the first half because the game starts an hour earlier than usual. The usual games are uh, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. for us in Germany. Uh, I think it's uh, six uh, 6 and 9 in Great Britain. That's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah six and, nine, so. <laughs> and this week, uh, due to uh, the cha- uh, the clock change here in Germany, oh, it's, it's six and nine. Uh, <laughs> you get to match Great Britain. <laughs> yeah, well, for, when, for when, a when short does time. Great Britain do the, the time change? Uh, sun- Sunday, I think it is. So that hence okay. the reason why everything's an hour earlier. So, yeah, that's the reason. Do you know what? I don't know if anybody likes Neil Reynolds. I can't stand the chap, to be honest. So, but um, you'll be la- you'll be glad to <laughs> I hear Google that him just if to you've got a him. Sky Sports subscription, you can watch the, um, the 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 New England Patriots face the Forty ers um, on Sky Sports NFL. And if you don't mind, uh, if you don't mind a VPN on German, German commentary, you can watch the game on Free TV uh, in German. Me. Oh, nice. Wow. Maybe with maybe with a member of the Niner Empire Germany because we have one one of our guys is in the, in the crew of the TV. Coverage. Very cool. <laughs> and if you do understand German, please check out Michael's podcast. Michael, you want to talk a little bit? Give it a little plug. Yeah, um, we're in our second season now. We're the Niner Empire Outside Zone Talk, and uh, we're. Um, do it, yeah. We're doing exactly the same stuff you do here, but we have two shows each week: one for a preview, one for review. Uh, usually, you can hear the preview on Wednesday, uh, the the review, and the preview on uh, Saturday or Sunday morning. 
and it's uh, fully in German. You can find us uh, the usual way uh, via Podbean or via Spotify. We're even on Apple Podcast. Nice. Fantastic. If I hadn't disappointed my grandparents and actually learned German, I would be listening right now. But unfortunately, I took French. Um, (laughs) 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 All right, guys, it's time to play our favorite game. Are you ready to play the two-minute drill? I know what I didn't miss. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're ready. <laughs> All right, there's two minutes on the clock. Let's begin. Michael, with a slightly unexpected win, was it because Coach changed his cap? Uh, no, it was because <laughs> the team uh, finally uh, had a good training loud uh, due to Kittle. They outsmarted um, McVeigh and uh, the team played with heart more than before. Nathaniel, with a couple more injuries, are we really cursed? No, we're not cursed. We're just we're coming out, you know, on a, over, you know, an overachieved season last year, and we've we've had a situation where we've got really really far in the playoffs, got to the Super Bowl. So no, no, not not cursed. Just unfortunately, trying to get into a situation where we can get momentum and, and get get the Buckeyes back. Michael, will Jason Verrett's improving form provide us with the X factor we have sorely missed in the secondary? If he can uh, keep his form, yes, definitely. Nathaniel, has Coach come up with a blueprint for Jimmy to simplify the playbook again? I think he um, he, he basically made it as good, simple as he could um, and took into consideration what happened regarding his ankles. So, no, I don't think it was a simplified playbook. I think it was just the fact that he was trying to find the best way of trying to penetrate and be in a situation where he could get the, the, the um, players to perform. Michael, with our banged-up O-line, can they keep the pressure off Jimmy long enough? I hope so, and uh, I really hope that the tackles, uh, especially Mike McGlinchey, uh, find the form they had last season. Nathaniel, will we be able to create pressure up front and make it difficult for Cam to get out and run? Yeah, I certainly think we can, but we've just got to make sure that we we do it straight away. Um, Obviously, we don't know which way it's going to go, whether we win the toss or whatnot, and whether we receive the ball. But straight away, (coughs) with that intensity, players can certainly you know penetrate that offensive line because they did it at um, yeah with with the uh, they did it with with. um, with, with the last game. <laughs> We're out of time. Oh, God, I was trying to think. Oh. <laughs> We're well over time. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one question to you, Kat. Oh? Uh, oh on like Monday, uh, we heard the news here in Germany that California allowed 20% of uh, fans in the stadium. And then suddenly, yesterday, uh, Santa Clara denied that? Is that you right? have to understand, in the United States... Each state is tasked with uh, handling their COVID response since our uh, current administration refuses to make a national stance. And each state has again passed that on to the local level. So each county has the final say in what opens and what does not open. And that is due to the uh, instructions of their health officer. 
Uh, and currently, since Santa Clara County was one of the hot spots for a very, very long time, Santa Clara County would rather play it safe than sorry, as we're already starting to see a second wave of COVID hit people. Uh, and we have flu season coming up. We don't want, they don't want to take any chances. And I applaud them for that. I would rather be safe than sorry. Uh, I understand the NFL is anxious to get people back in the stands and get money back into their owners' pockets. But in my opinion, and mind you, this is my opinion. This is not the opinion of Niner Empire Great Britain, nor the NFL, nor the San Francisco 49ers. My opinion is we need to just stop right now, lock it down, get rid of this thing, and worry about making the money next year. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. But yes, it. Santa Clara has said no. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, c I can understand you. I had the same feeling when the fo Fußball Bundesliga, or as the Americans say, soccer, um, or soccer. <laughs> <laughs> started last season. Uh, I said the same. Uh, mm -hmm. A word the money and uh, player safety first. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's been the eye-opener for me as an American, or as a United States citizen, I should say, um, that um, people are so selfish that they're more interested in their own pleasure and their own convenience than to actually take a look at what would be better for the good of all and, you know, do the simple things, stay home, wear a mask, stay six feet away, don't, don't blend families, you know. I mean, there's simple things that if everyone had done it back in March, we probably would not be having this conversation today. Mm. And yeah, that's my opinion. Again, my opinion. <laughs> but I tend to go with the science of it all. So that's just me. However, the NFL is still playing. Nothing has, I mean, things have been shifted and, and moved around. I hope we get through this season and we have a game on Sunday and I feel good about it. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to cover while we're here? Well, I guess, do we, are we doing predictions? <laughs> I already gave mine. I said Niners by three. Okay. Michael? I second that. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm, I'm going to say we'll come away with more than seven. Oh, nice. But I have a bold prediction. Oh, you do? Debo, Debo Samuels throws a touchdown pass, making oh, him a triple cool. threat. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm down for that. I'd like to see Fred Warner get a pick six, but, you know, I'm always looking for the pick six, so I know that's not news to anybody around here. <laughs> yeah, but I have one thing... Um, with the Patriots. And that's uh, Mark Ansocha is injured, uh, who is also an honorary member of the Niner Empire Germany since uh, this year. Nice. And, uh, but on the Patriot side, there is a German fullback, Jacob Johnson, who uh, made it directly from the GFL, German Football League, to the NFL, and uh, was the first offensive player in the NFL who made a touchdown. Uh, the nice. first German offensive player. Now, I'm all for rooting for your, your countrymen, but um, this Sunday you can't, okay? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't, but... Uh, 
I, I just thought uh, that's, that's cool. something special. Uh, there was never an offensive specialist, uh, a German offensive specialist in the NFL. Most uh, Germans in the NFL are like Mark and Soccer defense players. Defensive? That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, oh, on, only the Bastian Vollmer, uh, year-long um, um, and Super Bowl-winning uh, tackle from the Patriots, uh, was the only offensive player before Jacob Johnson. Wow. Cool. But, unfortunately, he's going to be a loser this weekend because um, we're going to make sure <laughs> yeah. the Niners win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think on that note, we need to say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, and thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. It was wonderful having you again. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Andy Mitchell, Daryl Nils-Hanman, Deepak Gohill, Graham Ross, James Little, Jason Argo, Mark Lyon, Nathaniel James, Neil Jepson, Paul McDonald, Rob Newell, Ross Irwin, Simon Holdsworth, and Stephen Box for all the work they do on the show and in the group. My apologies if I missed anyone. And if you would like to be involved in the show, just let us know. We're always looking for members to help out, contribute, or appear on the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB, and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire GB. Be sure you check out the Frequency 49 blog on Podbean or your favorite podcast site. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. On behalf of Michael Wandy and Nathaniel James, I'm Kat Victorino. Go Niners! Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.